getting paid early today. Yeah, you're going to hear some shit. Joining us in progress as the mayor and <laughs> Jesus, the... how many cherries are you going to stuff in just, you just, in a bag? Just keep shoveling them in. You eat Look, really He's got quickly. a Starbucks lunch bag. Joe eats fast. I've noticed Uh-oh. that. You're not... Sp- okay, they're hasty. Are you spitting the <laughs> seeds into your lunchbox? Well, what do you want me to do? Throw them on the floor? <laughs> You are a hayseed. <laughs> You're the hayseed. Kenny, yeah, Kenny, hayseed. he's the city at hayseed. He is. What, you want me to hayseed. spit the seeds on the floor? He's like Jethro yeah, Clampett. <laughs> hey, go out to the concrete pond. I have a cousin that used to spit his Copenhagen on someone else's floor when he'd ride with somebody to a ball game, and he got his butt kicked for doing so. That's that's about that's what gross. you do, Joe. What are you spitting on my truck floor? Your coping, your coping snack. Oh, but you don't have even no, have that on. Do it again. Do it again. Yes, you don't it, even have that on. I know. I haven't moved it over yet. Do it again. I want to. I want the sound effect. I got your mic up. Come on, give us a good spit. God, that's crass. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. What a Neanderthal. <laughs> Oh, God, that was fantastic. Oh, here's the last one. You want another one? Yeah, here. Imbecile. Wait. All right, he's taking it out. Joe, you shouldn't eat so fast. Pretty good cherries, huh? Don't those things give you violent diarrhea? I wish. They get things moving, though. I wish. (laughs) Here we go. He's setting up. I believe he's going to go for the big one now. Here we go. Yes, that's it's a score for Mr. Sucheray. Oh, Such, you will love that Motor Trend show I recommended to I you watched, last uh, night. I watched about 20 minutes of it. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it's better than the American stuff. That's what I figured you'd say. I had to turn on the captions because, you know, I'm me. Quite right. <clears throat> There's a lot of that. Yep. You ready, weather, right? Uh, well, Suchi boy. Uh, let's go. Yeah, I'm ready. If- oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, Jesus. I almost forgot to save Oh, Josh. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Jesus, Mary. You guys coming down to the Race County Fair this weekend? Um, sure am. I got a thing. <laughs> the Lakers are serving brew in the uh, grandstand. Demo Derby Day on Sunday, Ken. Our what? guy usually races. Or the isn't hell? That's not a race. It's a bunch of rednecks running into each other. I know. It's sweet. No, it's the dumbest thing ever created. You don't like Demo Derby? I fucking hate them. What? I hate them. Wow. I'm going to go shut the door. What's our guy, jo- uh, Joe, what's our guy, Demo Derby guy? Is it Josh with the GL car? Uh, with the green GL car? I don't know. I think it's Josh. Oh, he was in the it last year. sent us the stickers? Yeah, he, yeah. Was in the, he was in the one in Race County last year. It was last year or the year before. I can't remember. Driver dies in head-on crash in Andover. What? What? Oh, my God. It was up by my house, even. Meth town? Was he on meth? Round was Lake he? Boulevard and 174th. I live off of Round Lake. He was on his way to score. Yep. I don't think you guys are very kind saying that about my local uh, whatever it is, town, <laughs> wherever I live. Whatever. I should probably get rid of my gum, huh? Barbara Stanwyck's about to light up a lung dart. Yes. Uh, had a boy. Let's go. Are we you ready? Go. 
Yeah, let's yeah, go. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Let's definitely go. go. Here. It's definitely eleven thirty. Joe, <sighs> what? Rolling. Uh. Cue the talent standby. Uh, Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores <laughs> brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1115. I meant to look this up, uh, but I looked up something else that you're going to be thrilled by. Uh, July 20th, 2023. John, uh, look this up and take uh-huh. a second. Was this sure. the date of the so-called superstorm in the Twin Cities in 1987. It was yesterday, I believe, because the only reason I know that is Douglas tweeted about it yesterday. I just have it in my mind that was around this time in 1987. Yeah. 102 degrees on this day in 1901 and 51 degrees on this day in 1950. I hope your beach has been kept free of unwanted visitors through the products of Aquacide. By that, I mean weeds and algae and unwanted vegetation. Aquacide has been keeping swimming beaches clean and free of weeds for more than 60 years with products made in White Bear Lake. The products are uh, easy to use, they work quickly, and they've been approved by all the correct people. And uh, all you gotta do is call Aquaside and describe your beach to them, what you're looking at, what you think the problem is, and they'll get you the right products and your beach will look like a million bucks the rest of the summer. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. And now from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic. With Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hype in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe uh, Sushir. Oh, I'm sorry, Joe. If if I may, July yes. 23rd apparently was the superstorm oh. in 1987. Oh. And the story I'm looking at said, uh, here's, we haven't heard this one. The total amount of rainfall that night that fell on the Twin Cities was enough to fill Lake Badamakaska 80 times. Really? Wow. Yeah. 48 Olympic swimming pools full of paper clips. Exactly. To then. So it was, what, what date would it have been, John? Uh, July 23rd, and then there was more rain on the 24th, but the 23rd is when the 10 inches of rain fell that evening. I distinctly remember the storm. Uh, and was hoping for something similar last night. Uh, St. Paul did not get uh, much more than maybe a mist of rain. I apologize. Really? The uh, the one that Douglas tweeted about yesterday was the big tornado in Brooklyn Park on yesterday's date in 1986. Yeah, the, the video, right? Yeah, that was the helicopter. Was that the helicopter one? That's the one. I'm sorry, I thought that's the one you were referencing. Why am I to trust this? You hand it to me as though this is breaking news, and it is breaking news, but how do I know this is true? Because Ryan is not only a devoted GLer, he works at the news desk downstairs at oh, KSTP. Okay. Can I say his name? Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, this is from Ryan Perpich. Ryan is a former oh, my talker, sure. now KSTP news deck person, and devoted garage logician. It's about to break on the. Uh, Five Eyewitness News, this does not surprise me, that Community Safety Director Cedric Alexander is announcing he'll be stepping down from his role. 
Who will fill that void? He started last August. Not even a year on the job. I know you guys have been bringing up a lot lately. I'm sure we'll miss him when the next winner comes in to take that job. <laughs> I, I, that was I, editorial I, comment for me. I, I have pegged this guy. I, again, he was someone I wanted to desperately believe in and root for, but he quickly became, it became evident that he was so full of S that he couldn't even move. And now he's stepping down. I think he was the highest paid government employee, maybe in the state. I had a PJ Cer- Fleck? Certainly, well, I don't count coaches. Oh. Certainly in the city of Minneapolis, he was the highest paid. But yeah. he, he uh, and in fairness to him, what the hell was he supposed to accomplish? <laughs> you can't <laughs> wave a magic wand and uh, compel behavior. How about the guy who uh, died in his, uh, did you see the classic car? It, yeah. was the, it was the kid that stole the Hyundai or Kia, I don't know which one, which got our attorney general fired up so, to uh, continue to uh, press so. his lawsuit against the automobile manufacturer because it's their fault that a car got stolen. The kid uh, destroyed and not only killed a man, but destroyed, uh, it looked to me like about a 60 Four Chevrolet convertible that had been restored, uh, which is the car is neither here nor there. The fellow's life is here. Uh, Anyway, Cedric the Entertainer, we'll see you. We hardly knew ye. So what do you do when you step down from that type of role? Do you you move to a different I bet he goes to a different town. It's a good Mm -hmm. club to be in. Is he now a consultant, possibly? Well, basically, that's what he came here Um. as. Is his middle initial L? I have no idea. Because uh, I googled Cedric Alexander steps down, and I came across a lot of Cedric Alexander stepping down. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Google it once, John. But they're calling him Cedric L. Alexandra, uh, Alexander. One of them, DeKalb County Public Safety Director, really? stepped down in yep. 2017. Well, maybe that was him. The other one, Deputy Mayor Cedric Alexander, to step down from Rochester, 2018. What, this got to be him. DeKalb is him. I'm looking at a picture. Definitely. And then the weirdest one of all, (laughs) Governor Ron DeSantis appoints Cedric Alexander to dot, dot, dot. And I didn't click on it. This scam artist has pulled this BS all all around the country. That's from 2019. Holy mackerel. It It can't be the same guy. Kenny, you know what he deserves? Way to go. Way to scam the system. Now our mole is confirming it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's on their website too now, Channel 5. Cedric. Oh, man. You. uh, Well done, sir. Guess which cup the pee is under as I move them around. What? Oh, that old shell game. He's just. uh, Oh. He came here playing a shell game and uh, he's leaving playing a shell game. Well, I think that dovetails nicely into. uh, did you guys see this uh, bit that uh, uh, Jordy sent us from the American Thinker? Which one? There's a class psychology text that predicted today's urban decay. In 1954, three academic psychologists, Stanford University's Leon Festinger, along with Henry Riken and Stanley Schachter, described a very different kind of social dysfunction but one that helps us understand why so many urban Americans refuse to demand saner government. As reported in the still widely read college text, When Prophecy Fails, 
Festinger and his colleagues followed the activities of a religious cult whose leader claimed to have received messages from the planet Clarion. These communications warned of a massive flood that would engulf a wide area around Salt Lake City on December 21st of that year and promised that those who heeded the alert would be rescued by an alien spacecraft just before catastrophe struck. As researchers specializing in what has come to be known as cognitive dissonance, the tension between what one believes will happen and what really transpires, the three psychologists saw the alien prophecy as a rare chance to observe people who were clearly committed to a very unlikely outcome. Some in the cult had already left their jobs so they could escape danger on the Clarion ship, while others had ended relationships, given away their savings, or sold their possessions. All the researchers had to do was quietly infiltrate the group and record the responses to the failed prophecy. Unsurprisingly, the cult members' initial reaction to the anticlimactic events of December 21st was to wonder whether their leader had unintentionally misread the original alien messages. Maybe she had gotten the day wrong or even the year. And then the way I printed it. uh, (laughs) All gone. The lesson of Fessinger's 1954 study for our own time is that when people encounter information which contradicts their view of reality, many will adjust their thinking to logically accommodate what has happened. But those with stronger convictions will do the exact opposite, entertaining even the most far-fetched ideas to prove some semblance of their original beliefs. According to cognitive dissonance theory, it should come as no surprise that large numbers of city dwellers, the bluest of all Americans according to polls, should react to the seeming failure of left-wing social programs by becoming even more progressive. In the case of crime, what might seem to someone from a small town in Iowa like an obvious reason to enforce existing law becomes for the urban liberal a reason to identify even more closely with the plight of those involuntarily reduced to wrongdoing. Whoa. Wow. Or in the case of K-12 education, declining test scores are not a reason to raise academic standards, but to decry such such solutions as white propaganda and to focus instead on teaching school children about racial and gender inequities. The good news about this psychological explanation for urban decay is that it does that it does offer some hope for an eventual reversal. It tells us that those city dwellers who continue to vote for increasingly irrational policies are doing so not as they say because of a progressive vision they claim to be drawn to, but because of what they are trying to escape growing evidence that their political beliefs are untrue or unsustainable. And the more extreme the ideology which urban voters must adopt to justify once-favored social policies, the fewer who will be able to keep doing so over the long run. The dwindling number of those who can simply end up becoming isolated and less influential. 
The bad news about this outcome is that while inevitable, it can take a lot of time, especially if many city voters are affluent enough to shield themselves. What have I always said? I'm not wealthy enough to pretend I'm a liberal. <laughs> You're a liberal, right. Uh, voters are affluent enough to shield themselves from the consequences of bad policymaking or if they work for any of the misguided government agencies which are contributing to their city's decline. As the early 20th century writer Upton Sinclair famously observed, it is more difficult to get a man to understand something when his salary depends on his not understanding it. Oh, that's brilliant. It's also somewhat terrifying, isn't it? Yes. Because the part, though, that I disagree with, and I don't know if you guys think the same thing, about seeing the errors of their voting ways, I'd like to believe that, but I don't think a lot of people realize what they're doing when they when they cast their vote for the one-party rule. Do you guys? I, I don't. Let me, uh, let me read that Upton Sinclair quote again. Uh It is more difficult to get a man to understand something when his salary depends on his not understanding it. Let's parse that. It is more difficult to get a man to understand something. Well, am I on the right track when I say, so you take a, a hedge fund guy who lives on Lake Harriet, and he's making $1.2 million a year. Uh, he doesn't understand urban decay uh, because his salary doesn't depend on it. Is that a, is that a reasonable? I, I think understand is the wrong word. Well, it's, what Upton, it's the word Upton Sinclair uh, used. Uh, well, he, he's a hack. We all know that. <laughs> well, no, I, no, that's just an obvious stupid statement. I, I just... Th- the word understand doesn't make sense to me. Uh, it's difficult to get a man to admit to knowing is the way I would have phrased that. And yet you could also make the argument that the hedge fund manager's future becomes bleaker with urban decay. Yeah. You, if, you let the, if you let urban America go into the kind of decline it's going in, that can't bode well for anyone, much less a hedge fund manager. Well, and we said this how many times leading up to the last election? We said if this isn't eye-opening, what we what we experienced the previous three years from 20, well, previous two years before the election, what was going to change anybody's mind then? You know what I mean? And nothing did. Let's get back to Cedric the Entertainer. It, it's gotten to the point where... The elected officials are almost putting on a play of attempting to oh, yeah. yes. uh, pretend to understand urban decay. And what's, what's beginning to become evident is that they're bringing in more and more people and just churning them over. And with each new person that walks onto the stage, you get a new blast of B.S., you get a new blast. A of, whole fresh set I'm, of ideas. I'm here yes. with my cape. I can. I'm going to fix this. And then that person talks in the failed in the language of the failed academy and uses words like collaboration and equity and inclusion and community and uh, and on and on and on. Now he's gone already. Cedric Alexander's gone already. 
Now you watch. They'll bring someone else in. It's just churning and churning and churning because none of them understand the problem. Or if they do, none of them are willing to address it because it affects their constituencies. Bingo, right there. That's it, right there. I I fully believe that they know that they're wrong, but their salary, if your salary is dependent on your believing something, you're going to believe it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to put this into my own life. Well, take it a step further. It's the same thing we've always said about people, you know, producing this type of policy. They don't give a damn about people. They just give a damn about staying in, in office. That's the only thing they care about. Right, and it's it's almost like a play in the curtains, the curtains part, yeah. and then uh, act, you know, various acts of this play. Here comes the boilerplate sustainability things right. like that. Right, and, and uh, now they want to raise taxes, uh, uh, want to increase electric fees for climate change plans. It's a it's a movie with an infinite infinite amount of acts. It never ends. It never ends. And There's the, never an ending. And what the what the citizenry must do is act and the citizenry so far has and, not acted and the movie yeah do you walk think out on it if if i may you may i i the urban decay thing yes i get and everything but the sinclair upton st Clair comment wouldn't that be used as an argument on the other side also because if uh, you have somebody who's a conservative making you know two million a year they're going to say well, they have no clue how the common guy lives. They, they uh, not only are. do I agree with that one hundred percent. That's why these ass these uh, guys they're all on Careful. the they're all on the third rail, mm-hmm. both sides yeah. because of that very fact, John. Yeah, I I agree with you. Unless Joe can talk me off the ledge. Well, let's let's transfer Urban Sin Urban hey, no. uh, Upton Sinclair's quote to a city council member. Mm-hmm. Uh Andrea Jenkins, it's difficult to get Andrea Jenkins to understand something when his, her salary depends on not understanding it. In other words, in other words, Andrea Jenkins is getting paid and she doesn't give a bleep about what she's doing to get the money. Nope. She doesn't help any problems and doesn't solve any problems. Boy, we are cynical. Do we really believe that? I do. I, I, yeah, I, I, do, I do. It's hard not to. Yeah. I but do. to transfer that to, uh, say, a, a multimillionaire head of, uh, and I'm going to use this just as an example, an oil company. He'll do anything to keep his job, including <laughs> perhaps want to get electric cars made because he thinks that's what needs to be done, whether he believes it or not. That's what I mean by saying it depends on your salary. I think those people, oh. like Kenny, said, oh. are on both sides. Well, I, I, stop, stop, stop. No, Kenny, stop. Well, I can shoot John out of the water because uh-uh. I would I would submit, John, that stockholders are far more powerful than voters. So the guy can p- try to pull off what he wants to pull, but if it affects the stock price, he's gone. Okay. But I think <laughs> what John just said is a perfect example of what car companies are doing right now with electric vehicles. They probably don't believe it, but they're all in. That I believe. And and just to make this, I, I see, I think it's just a big round circle and everybody falls into, take that stockholder. He's going to do whatever he thinks will keep getting him money in those stocks. He doesn't give a rat's ass oh, about anything a deep else. thought. Oh, absolutely. Uh-oh. Oh, God, yes. I'm having a deep thought. I'm Go having ahead. a deep thought. Okay. Go ahead. Politics has become theater. 
Now, you could make the argument that, well, it always has had a touch of it, but it's become theater in this sense. Yeah. You know, Jacob Fry comes to town from, he's a, he's a brown shoe lawyer from Virginia or whatever, and he comes to town to become the mayor. And, and he's not in town to improve streets or street lights or, uh, or, or any of the common things that people think they should be getting for their taxes. He has joined the troop. T-R-O-U-P-E. He has joined the troop. And what the political class has done now is they've entered into a realm, thus the, the, the third rail. They've entered into a realm where they think their job is to change lives, to improve lives, to, to, to exercise their virtues, to bring upon the populace a new way of looking at things. They have nothing to do with what we want to look at. They're always introducing new things that we should be looking at. For example, they want to prevent climate change. And we are all saying, well, you can't. Uh, climate has always changed and always will. They're, they're, a, they're an acting troupe, T-R-O-U-P-E. And they're, they're the same in every big city in America. And they have nothing to do with the nuts and bolts of life. They only have to do with what they dream up. They're in a salon with stained glass windows looking down upon us and coming up with BS and bringing in BS artists like Cedric, who even out BS himself to the point where he's now gone and a new BSer will come. Do you believe the same is true for our governor? Oh, God, yes. Do you believe the same is true for DeSantis? Yes, it's equal on both sides of the table. And Trump and Biden and all the rest of them. They're in a they're they're in a land of theater. This, this is, the, is most, the role they're playing this in is, life. We are at the most cynical we've ever <laughs> been. Yes, we are. We have hit our We acne. really are. Yes. We are champions. Congratulations, Congratulations to us. Congratulations you know, like to if, us. I guess uh, we can end the show now, huh? You yeah. reminded me of something <laughs> our I mi- saw. From... Our mission is done. Right. <laughs> we we have solved the country. <laughs> See you later. You just reminded me of something I noticed from your mayor, mm-hmm. Melvin Carter, he's, Joe. Uh, he's uh, got a leading role in the, in the play. Twelve hours ago, Joe, he issued the following. A simple solution to end poverty is now a nationwide movement for... Guaranteed income. That's not a solution to end poverty. Tonight, See? it's basic kicked off a 50-city tour. Our story, Joe, is a living testament See? to how direct cash payments to low-income families unlocks a world of potential. That's part of the subplot of the play they're, they're conducting. It has nothing to do with reality. Nothing? Nothing. That's the play they're... they're, they're uh, Encouraging us to attend. That That's the play. That Mayor Update brought to you by our friends at Twitter. <laughs> it's not reality to think you've solved poverty by giving someone money. I'm going to help you. I'm from the government. That's, that's, that's a theatrical <clears throat> stunt. It has nothing to do with the reality of life outside the theater. I, I'm all in. Uh, all in. Absolutely. Yep. I didn't know it was going to be this good today. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> this, this calls for... This calls for I have spittle on the table. I'm so excited. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <sighs> well, now what do we do? Well, well, if you go back to this... If you go back to this 1954 psychology test, the hope is that that what we just said will dawn on enough people 
that they'll put forth candidates they can believe in because they understand what they're going to attempt to do, which is real-life problems, and you're going to get rid of this crowd of, of phonies, of pretenders, of thespians. You're going to get rid of this crowd because they're not contributing anything to the way you lead your life. That goes for you black people and Hmong people and Hispanic people and white people and trans people. And you, you, they're not doing a thing because they're engaged in a theatrical production that has (laughs) nothing to do with real life. To take our cynicism one step further. Let's go. How I deep think, can we take this I cynicism? Think we all know none of that's going to happen before the country collapses. I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> well, if you if you adhere right. if you adhere to the psychological test, about which I know only the ten paragraphs I've read, I don't know anything about it. Uh, it sounds like they think it it could be the the collapse of the country could be prevented. Well, now, the way I we're going, so. I personally don't think the collapse of the country can be prevented, especially given uh, uh, the dire state of the presidential race. With every day, uh, it becomes more and more evident, right, um, that we're just not going to have two good candidates right. to choose from. Right. Yeah. All right. Oh, then. this is this is this is. <laughs> So I go back to this is something else. Why do we even bother to vote? Well, I'm not going down that road. That's silly. Well, I had no idea I was going to be this good. Yeah. Today. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, what a then. Hey, you guys want to talk some baseball or something? No, we're going to get yeah, back to Jason. We're going to get back to Jason Aldean, which oh, is not God. necessarily, not necessarily <laughs> unrelated to what we're talking about. I uh. I got an email from somebody yesterday, and uh, we we discussed it in several emails, and they said, uh, uh, I I said back to him, you know, I knew about this three weeks ago, and if I had never talked about it again, it would have made me very happy. But anyway, go ahead. No, we're going to take a break. Yes, but first, bunga bunga bunga. Why why is my wallet laying on the floor here and now on the table? What what is that? Did you have a cherry? It's back in my possession now. Cherry Did frenzy. you pocket yourself? Maybe I picked a cherry and uh, the wallet flew out. Yep. Wow, you're eating them pretty fast there. You're going through them. Kenny, if only Ford would have made that Thunderbird about six inches narrower, I'd own ten of them. N- narrower? Yeah, it's just too big of a car like everything else. Oh, it's, my God, it's tiny. No, it's, been, too, it's too high-waisted. Yeah. It's too bloated. It's what too year high. is it, Joe? You're in, in one five. Right, you're in one right now. Right. No, it's not my car, so I don't drive it. It's in my garage. Um, oh, yeah. It's too tight. Uh, my dad's is tiny. No, they're not tiny, Kenny. They're 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 busty. They're hey now. they're they're high waisted. They're high hipped. They're oh, big. Christ, I'll look it up then. Uh, oh, did you see the story about Google testing I AI to write news? I have that in my news actually. Oh, good, 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 good. Yeah, Sanibel Jim freaked me out. He asked AI to write a sushere column, and it did, and it <gasps> frightens me. Oh no! Shut Seri- up. Seriously, frightens me. It wasn't very good, by the way. I'm, well, don't, I'm don't, better than AI. What was the, just saying, what don't was take the crux? That personally, uh, public safety. You're sh- no. It's very disturbing. Very disturbing. Um, I don't know where that comes from. It's so, I, Barrera brought this up a week ago. There is a song 
Frank Sinatra covering Coolio, and it's all done by AI. It sounds like Frank Sinatra sat in a studio and recorded a Coolio song. We ain't going to know the real from the unreal. But why do we want this? I don't. I, I, don't, I don't want, want this. Um, all right, I'm ready. Ken, you ready? Um, I don't see your point, Joe. About what? The Thunderbird. The well, then it's a matter of personal taste, and there's no accounting well, for I didn't, taste. didn't tell you I liked it. Well, for me, it's too big. End of story. And, and yeah. that's just your opinion, and your Man. opinion is wrong. Okay. Man. It's a small car. All right. What am I doing here, Moon? Yes, sir. <laughs> what time are we calling, Mike, Kenny? You said 1230? 1230. Okay. <clears throat> Suchi Boy, you ready? Yep. Oh, what? No, come on. Don't do this to me right Kenny's now. got something, right? I know. Just give me a second. My computer just froze. The earth is not. Okay, uh, I'm rolling. Rolling. The Earth is not your mother. The Joe Suchere Show. Get yourself into the most exciting showroom in our region for motorsports, that being Moon Motorsports, and get yourself into a uh, new Triumph. They've got a lot of Triumph models to choose from at Moon, including the uh, Street Triple 766 Moto 2 Edition, the Rocket 3R Chrome. They also have the Tiger Adventure motorcycles, uh, including the 850 Sport. That's in both graphite and Baja Orange, the Triumph lineup. I don't know if you've ever looked into it. It's worth looking into because it is vast and varied. You can see everything Moon carries at moonmotorsports.com. That's a great website, by the way, just as an aside. Uh, I love the way they've got the new and the used setup. It's a, a quick and easy search for new and or used bikes, sleds, ATVs, whatever. Speaking of ATVs, Moon has all of our Polaris Sportsman models in stock right now. They also have the uh, side-by-sides, the Rangers and everything else, the Razors, etc. You can si- see all those models also at moonmotorsports.com. They're just off 94 in Monticello, 25 mi- minutes west of the Twin Cities, and the website, moonmotorsports.com. Let's go back to Jason Aldean from Scott Mature in Montana. There is a much larger point here, the continued bullying by the left. It's not enough that we... uh, No one can talk, no one can push back merely by talking tough. It's continued bullying, plain and simple. A black female artist, I saw this, recently changed the lyrics to the national anthem and received virtually no pushback. That's not true. There was pushback? Oh, my God. Oh, great. Uh, He said, I can take Jason, I can give or take Jason Aldean, but by releasing this song, he is merely pushing back. John, it is not controversial. The lyrics are pushing back. And to compare the Stones to gangster rap lyrics is absurd. Politics have far less to do with this than you guys are making it. Okay. Uh, Billy Stein up in Aiken. And I only say that about the anthem because, I don't know if you guys saw it, but no, this, the, the woman that did that got absolutely roasted for doing wait, wait, so. Wait, wait, wait a second. The last line in his email, what? Politics have nothing to do. The song is 100% politics. That's, that's all it is. Right? He said politics have far less to do with this than you guys it's, are making it. No, no, I... I 
respectfully he, he, disagree. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Bill Stein up in Aiken. As a small-town guy living in Aiken for the last 50 years, I got a kick out of the Jason Aldean video. The truth hurts. Jason sings about what would happen if the Mysterians tried to bring their mayhem to the small towns. It might be fun to fantasize about our good folks taking up arms against the evil hordes, and we could, we could. but let me tell you about what really happened at the height of the George Floyd panic. The Black Lives Matter organization decided that it was time to take their reign of terror to the small towns of Minnesota. One Friday afternoon, a bus pulled up at the only stoplight in Aiken County, the crossroads of 169 and 210, right in the center of town. The bus disgorged the protesters. I don't remember seeing any black people, only young, white, liberal women. They took up their positions in all four corners. As it was quitting time and our people wanted to go home or stop at the Legion for a beer, the protesters were totally ignored. Some kindly ladies from the local Lutheran church asked them if they would like to have a cup of coffee and tell them all about their cause. Defeated, they sadly boarded their bus in hope of a better reception in Hibbing. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. We just don't care. Uh, John, hail the flashlight king. Hail you. Uh, now, he's, uh, he's against us. Uh, I think. And he's not with us. Found the show highly amusing today. When was the last time Good Old Boys was used in a context inclusive of any minority person? I've always thought membership in that club required a CSA flag. What's CSA? Confederate Confederate. States of America. Yeah. And a gun rack in the rear window. Your crew suggested it meant a person doing a good deed. I'm highly skeptical of that. How many pickup drivers did you poll in Elkhart Lake? I would bet most of them were from Milwaukee or Chicago or even Gasp, Madison. Uh, I don't know. I also, spe- I also suspect the courthouse in the video was deliberately chosen. Mr. Aldean also has a constituency which needs to be pandered to, and next week you'll call him Jackson Aldean, I'm sure. I don't know what that means, meaning we get names wrong. I think the furor and disgust over rap hip-hop lyrics faded decades ago. I think it's a requirement to be uh, cop-hating and misogynistic to get published. I own zero hip-hop recordings. RHCP. What's that mean? RHCP. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Red, yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers. God Save the Kinks. John uh, Olson. <laughs> he likes God the Save kinks. the Kinks. <laughs> Gotta like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark, Mark writes, the rookie of all people got it correct. What? When he said, when he said, do you see how they have trained your brain to go right to race on any, on any controversial subject? Liberal progressives in the woke are all about race. Their brain goes right to race whenever there's a story like this. Case in point, the comrade who immediately thought of lynchings by Democrats in the South over the lines and then couldn't come up with any outlet picking uh, back against hip-hop lyrics. I think he's referring to you, John. He does the same with his news. His brain has been That's trained right. so to immediately go to race on any controversial story. So, Rookie, congratulations. You found the nut. Herman from Hugo. Wait a minute. Who's nut? D's. Okay, thank you. Wait Deez. a minute. But John didn't do that. I don't know. <laughs> you know, people hear what they hear. No, but but John, he he made it sound as if John's the one that made it. No, John uh, didn't do that. I, I think not to pick on Herman, but just I mean, he you know started with me being comrade, so just 
consider oh, that. That's, I got you. Know, you. Okay. Let's talk more about me being right. Tom, yeah. Tom, we didn't spend enough time. Tom Carlson Tom. writes, I will be attending a Jason Aldean concert next month locally. Oh, One sorry. thing missed is that his sentiment in the song remains the same if you change it to a neighborhood or big city. People in urban areas should not put up with increased violence, theft, and carjackings. It's a crime thing and not a race thing. It should be countrywide, including cities with tall buildings and not just small towns. People in Minneapolis and St. Paul should be saying not in my town as well as, well as those in Bawabic, Niswa, and Funkley. Huh. Funkley? Is that a real town? Uh, now, uh, Thomas Bonet has really, uh, has really laid down. You did it again. Tom Bonnet? Bonnet. Bonnet. I'm not from France. I'm from Nebraska. Remember, that was one of the best lines he ever had. <laughs> Joe, I'm writing about your debate with John Haidt about Jason Aldean's song. A couple of observations. I've never heard someone so determined to be offended than your newsman during that discussion. It was like listening to a verbal tennis match with John deflecting your points with, yes, but, yes, but. The point that caught my interest the most was when John compared today's raunchy rap lyrics to music recorded by the Rolling Stones back in the day. And here's where I'll warn you, Joe, I'm not going to censor this because I feel it's crucial to the discussion, so prepare to use the word bleep a lot. If there's any Stone song that compares to modern-day rap music, it would be Star Bleeper. A song which I a song which I believe caused considerable hullabaloo back in the day. It did. This was one song out of over four hundred the Stones recorded that was profane and graphically sexual. Sure, there were misogynistic lyrics, and sure there were the infamous. You'd you know I'm not going to read that. But these were anomalies in their catalog, most likely intentionally <laughs> added to create controversy and increase sales. Compare that to a rap music darling named Sexy Red. Has anyone ever heard of Sexy Red? Don't know Sexy. S-E-X-Y-Y. Sexy Hmm. Red. That's not how you spell sexy. This is a female rapper famous for her graphically sexual lyrics. Red stirred up controversy by performing her song Pound Town. Oh, hello. Inter- can't wait to see the video. That's a, that's a suburb of Garage can't wait to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you swing outer, by, right? Outer ring suburb, right? Don't they have that drive through Kenny, and At an yeah. inner city high school. You heard that right. A St. Louis high school deemed it acceptable for Sexy Red to perform for children. The kids were almost universally familiar with her work and greeted her with excitement that rivaled the Beatles' arrival in America. Below, you'll find a sampling of the lyrics from Pound Town. I challenge your newsman to read them on the podcast and then tell you with a straight face that there's any comparison between rap music, The Stones, and Jason Aldean. You know you're a culture in decline when a profane hip-hop artist performs at a high school to accolades while a country music star who fights for the vestiges of our culture is canceled. The contrast between these two stories illustrates that America has irreversibly lost its way. I'm angry, yes, but more so I'm sad. Sad that we allow it to happen. Sad that seemingly rational people make preposterously false comparisons. If we can't agree to call garbage garbage, then what hope is there? May I okay. uh, may I address some of this since, you know, most of sure. it's aimed at me? Well, apparently he's not real familiar with the Stones catalog. You should check out Some Girls, 
perhaps he should start there if he thinks. Uh, well, well, I'm going to stop you. I'm going to yeah. stop you. Yeah. The Stones have no place in this debate. Uh, well, okay, here's, here's here's the deal. Neither does rap. That was the whole point I was trying to make yesterday. If you're going to say the rap lyrics, then go after some rock stars that do the same thing. Otherwise, it sounds to me like you're singling out one kind of music. No, it's not about rap music. You're missing the point. Well, that, you the, made the, it the, about rap music yesterday. No, no, no. I did not make it about rap well, you music. Said, I made it about who... the response. Correct. There's been no calling out that I'm aware of of Sexy Red. There is a calling out of Jason Aldean. Is there, there is no calling out. There's of, no calling out of the Rolling Stones. Then, fifty See, years ago, there was a kerfuffle. Well, there's <laughs> kerfuffles if you go hell. You, brown sugar alone, you could do a whole show on the lyric to that. I'm not talking about lyrics. Generally speaking, there is no calling out of these kinds of misogynistic, violent lyrics performed by black artists. Or white artists, but, you know, that's kind of my point. No, you're playing a false game, John. It's the, not the, a false Do you want me? Here, I'll go get the, the lyrics to some girls. Well, you do that. Let me show. give this Can disclaimer. Can well, here's the lyrics to Sexy Red's Pound Town. Go ahead. I'll find some. No, 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 no. We can't do that. Uh, of course I, I can't. can't, can't, I can't and I can't do no. some girls. During this special podcast of Garage Logic, playing the part of the CP is John Height. <laughs> I, I don't understand how this... Will you verify that, Rookie? Oh. Sexy Red. Yeah. Sexy Red's 25, it, yep. It's oh, that vile. Did, did she appear at a St. Louis, Missouri high school? If it and does if make, so, if she, she should have St. been Louis. arrested. She is from St. Louis. If it does make you feel any better, the song was not a hit. It, it does hit make 60, me feel better. It hit Sexy 66 on the U.S. charts. Sexy it's, Red performs Pound Town for Kids at School social it's media. Uh, not, it's not good in a musical sort of way. I'm, I'm trying to get through it right now. It's just bad. Here, it's just here's, bad. here's the deal with, with uh, me and lyrics, okay? I think you should be able to sing anything you want. Anything you want. I don't care. To me, if the music sucks... Well, then uh, let Jason Aldean off the hook. I'm letting him, not letting him off the hook because the song's awful. I, I don't care. You know, okay, the lyric, yes. I'm, I don't agree with the lyric, obviously, and I have problems with it. But the song's not a very good song. For instance, uh, what was the Hank Williams song from the 70s that was, or 80s? Uh, Country Boy Can't Survive. Same thought process written much better. Much better. Same, But the same, completely same ideas are in that song. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, on the... Twitter page. This is from the Riverfront Times. And the first thing she did, because somebody named C's, C-E-E-Z, uh, said, so nobody gonna ask why the first thing she do when she walk in is flip off a bunch of children. And there's a picture of her double-barreled walking into the gym. Yeah, and that that's not going to make national news the way Jason Aldean has made national news. It didn't make right. You're correct. Did, yeah, did not none make of, national none news of us at all. knew anything about it. Yeah, <laughs> obviously, none of us knew anything about Jason Aldean's uh, the reaction to Jason Aldean's song until the likes of CNN and New York Times made sure you did. Why aren't the New York Times and CNN making sure you hear about Sexy Red? Violating the lives of school children. And the high school is not named. 
<laughs> she is getting ripped in the comments on the YouTube video. This is the one I like. Very deep lyrics. I cried at her beautiful story. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're so foul. I, I can't. I just. I can't. And it's delivered in a real monotone, lame, like she's reading it off a teleprompter type of style. Maybe it's, we can wrap it up this way. It's just awful. Bad. Wrap it? Huh? I see what you did. <laughs> wrap it up. Uh, <laughs> Rob writes, listen to the 719 podcast discussing the Jason Aldean dust-up. I think you all got caught up in semantics and lost sight of the bigger picture. I don't listen to Jason Aldean, but I did after your discussion. I live in a fairly small town in Iowa that is surrounded by really small towns. A lot of agriculture and a lot of good old boys. These are the people Jason Aldean is pandering to, according to John. Pander is the perfect word. All right. Maybe he is, but this is how people feel. Race has nothing to do with it. We hear and see about everything you guys say is wrong with major cities in this country, and we don't want any part of it. Yeah. It was possibly summed up best by a young 40-year-old man I work with who is very successful and works his tail off. When we decided to burn all of our cities, I told him, just wait, all those precocious kids from the suburbs of Minneapolis will probably end up in a town like ours to do the same thing. He chuckled and said, that will never happen. I said, how do you know? He laughed again and said, because the citizenry won't allow it. No threats of violence or bluster. It was just his natural reaction. Some things just aren't going to be allowed to happen in a normal society. It boils down to tall buildings and how far away you live from them, just like you've said all along. I, I, I believe what he's saying. It's just not going to happen. Right. Look at Aiken. Billy sees the bus disgorge a bunch of white liberal women Nobody paid any attention to them, which worked. They didn't need violence. They didn't need guns. They didn't need anything. Mm -hmm. these, these idiots got back on the bus and left. <laughs> they weren't having an impact on anybody. Same thing will happen and, in that Iowa town. And if that bus had gone into the ditch, a couple of good old boys in an F-350 would have pulled over and toe-strapped them out of the ditch. Y'all need a toe! That's how that works. We're going to come back with John Heights news, and then I hope we have time That's for the news, world's Joe. greatest spam story ever. Spam. What? I mean, spam. you need to spam. hear it. What? Call your friends. Get them to listen to the podcast. Oh, my God. You won't believe this story. Let's go to Spamalot. You know what you should do in a small town? What? Change your bank already. Quit going with the big national bank. I'm talking about North American Banking Company, locally owned and operated. And that means, gentlemen, loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities. And this helps business owners solve problems and expand their business with confidence. North American Banking Company deals with numbers every day, but you are never, ever, ever going to be one of them. They have six locations. My location is in Roseville, but they can also serve you at 50th and France, Hastings, Woodbury, Shoreview, and their new location over there in Maple Grove. They offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but with the unparalleled service of a community bank. They offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but well, I already said that part. Why did I repeat that line, Joe? You do it for effect. 
It is. It's like repeat for effect. Again, again, again. As again. I said before, North American Banking Company first opened back in 1998, and they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers, where you know your banker and they know you. Well, a lot has changed since 1998. This commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities has not. So go online right now. NABankco.com. That's NABankco.com. North American Banking Company member FDIC is an equal housing lender. Let me... Let the stinger play before you start asking a question. You want a good laugh? Uh, look up the lyrics "Born by the River" by Sexy Red. No, I can't oh believe. I just read yeah. Pound Town. I'm I'm uh, appalled. I'm taken aback. I'm yes. What? How, Matthew? How can you be anything other than WTF? I mean, you can't be offended. It's so stupid. I know, but why have her in a high school to sing it, this to the so kids? It's so ridiculous and dumb. How can, can you? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Can we call Mike right now? Oh, yeah, we better. Oh, yeah. Shoot. That's all right. Yeah, she really she really thought out those lyrics. It was well <laughs> well thought out. And well, put she together. wants her. She's got to get some scratch. Yeah, she's got to get some scratch. I'd like there. to just thank that emailer for turning us on to this. Because <laughs> this is a new level of awful. Oh. This is a new level of depravity. Yeah, still, uh, it's to me, it's not depraved it's just stupid and just saying hunter biden would get kicked out of her it's, club it's <laughs> almost it's it's yeah, almost comedy to the extent that what's her names were kenny who was uh two live crew yeah exactly it's almost yeah. the same thing yeah but do you think she is capable of knowing that do you think I, well, she was capable I, of the only, comedy only because it, kenny alerted me to this other song which he appears to be. Isn't it ridiculous? It oh, does. Yes. You're right. It yeah. reminds me of two live crew, and they're sitting around the studio going, "This ought to get us some attention." Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, two live crew played. They they played everybody, didn't they? Well, they played. Uh, no, I mean they 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 conned everybody they, like that. They, scent. Watch what we do next. They played uh, Tipper Gore is who they played. You know that right. got them publicity. <laughs> <clears throat> geniuses let's class it up right, hey, mike geniuses. mike yes sir what do you want to talk about here you want whatever to talk you want to kenny we can talk about pound town sexy red are we on right now no <laughs> let's go speed it we up we can talk about triumph cars um we can do all that kind of stuff <laughs> let me know when you're ready ken talk about what triumph <laughs> triumph cars do you know anybody that owns a Triumph? <laughs> it doesn't doesn't Joe own a couple? What Triumphs? Triumphs. Yes. <laughs> wow! God, dang it! He didn't bite. No, he's reading. He's not. He's not paying attention. We got to go here, boys. Well, they were trying to talk <laughs> to you, and you weren't listening. Christ! <laughs> You're impossible. Well, no, we're not on the air. We got to get on the air and get moving because I got to leave. Well, I, if it would help if everyone shut the f up and we could start the ad. Oh, okay. God, let's just go. Oh. Right, let's bump her back and do it, Chris. Um, that's what I was trying to do. <laughs> no, just Chris? just just go, and then I'll bump back when you come. Sorry, sorry. Well, we're far from super positive today, but that didn't stop Mr. Mike Schoonover from getting on the phone and calling us up and trying to raise Such out of the dumps. Positive Thursday brought to us by Schoonover Body Works and Auto Care, located in Shoreview, 1060 County Road E, 
Uh, some very f- uh, positive vibes coming from you and you alone today, Mike. How you doing? I'm good. Hopefully, I can uh, I can uh, be a tide that raises all boats today. Uh, and <laughs> very good, positive today. Very good, positive. Good positive vibes about Lexington. Yeah, you, you shouldn't see any delays now if you need to get from 694 down to County E. Correct. You know, with all the barriers that are up, traffic is flowing very good. Yeah. We're figuring it out. And, yeah, and they're almost done. So life is good up here. And when are you going to be ushering the construction guys out of your parking lot? Hopefully two weeks when they get the parking lot done. It's uh, uh, dirty and dusty and just not very fun right now. And it's really muddy from last night's rain. But, uh I don't know. It's one, we're one day closer. It's it's uh, it's all coming together. It's going to be great. <laughs> Has the construction affected the business at all? Are GLers still rolling in there? They're rolling in in droves. It's really cool because I uh, I play uh, the uh, what do you call that? Um, I go greet the customers because they can't come in the front door. I got to walk them to the shop. So we just start chatting and uh, they go, "Oh, you're Mike. Yeah, I listen to you every Thursday. You're the so, Maitre D." Uh, it's really, really cool to uh, hear uh, how much, how, how widespread GL is, and how many listeners there are, and how 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 loyal they are. It's just, it's just fantastic. Because I mean, we're talking, we're not talking one or two a week. We're talking like a half a dozen to a dozen. It's just crazy. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, yeah. I think it's because GLers know that anything they needed re- related to their car. Whether it be you know simple oil change, tires, service, or body work, they can find it all right there in Shoreview at Schoonover Body Works and Auto Care, the official body shop either, of GL. Either that or GLers are just lousy drivers. <laughs> Joe, Joe, don't go there. <laughs> what, why do you have positive. to? Why do you have to inject your negative nonsense into this? <laughs> only the only positive moment we're having today. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I thought well, I'd just introduce a note of levity. GLers, uh, we thank you for choosing Schoonover Body Works, despite our crabby Mayor Joe I'm Sutter. not crabby. Go Mike, to... I've dealt with you a hundred times. Am I crabby? Yeah. You are not, Joe. Thank you. You are not. You're right. one of a kind. That's He's only right. crabby when he's on the clock. Uh, GLers, <laughs> the website, schoonoverbodyworks.com. Have a good day, guys. Thank See you. Ya. Thanks, Mike. See you, Mike. Boy, you're really something. This guy wears many hats, <laughs> just not indoors. Yeah, uh, go ahead and have your head electrocuted. Here's John Height. Oh, wow. Oh, I would, that's uh, what it is. I would prefer yeah, the future Joe. I got to put the Frankenstein thing on. Gonna be oh, a really? Is that what you're Are you going in the orgasmatron? Yep. <laughs> huh. I'd like Johnny? you to refer to me as Comrade Height in the future, please. Comrade Height with a brief newscast. <laughs> Uh, every story about race relations. So, uh, in <laughs> everything is, you know, that guy should just, you know, hi, hi, Herbert or Herman. Here's John. Hi, with the news. Anyway, uh, Joe, Joe, you've been waiting for information uh, information on the ambush in Fargo police officers. Yes, and I we, do have some more on that, but yeah. I'm sure you have the same thing I do. Yep, a 37 year old Mohammed uh, Barakat, of course, as we know, shot officers Jake Wallen. 
Andrew Dotis and Tyler Hawes from inside his car on Friday from about 15 to 20 feet away before they could even reach for their guns, according to North Dakota Attorney General Drew Wrigley. Wallen killed. Dotis and Hawes remain hospitalized. Wrigley said Barakat also shot and injured a bystander who was trying to run away when she was hit twice. Uh, Barakat was killed by Officer Zach Robinson, who happened to be nearby. Uh, investigators found 1,800 rounds of ammunition. Slow Re- this down, John. Tell okay. us what was in his car. 1,800 rounds of ammunition, three long guns, four handguns, numerous ammo magazines, explosives, canisters with gasoline, and a homemade hand grenade were in All right. car. What, what was going on here? What's the deal? Well, isn't it obvious? He was... Was he a lone wolf terrorist? Did he? Oh. And he apparently had plans to go elsewhere in Fargo, where That's, there was a crowd of people. I there was lots that of was things. Yeah. Speculation that it's, hasn't been proven. That's Wrigley what I read from North Dakota. Wrigley, Drew Wrigley said there was a lot going on in the Fargo Moorhead area, and their assumption is he perhaps was going to go to one of those places where a lot of people were gathered. So. Uh, that is the speculation. Wrigley said Barricat had a shooting vest that wasn't bulletproof, but had magazines in every pocket, and he had a suitcase of weapons, which he had rolled out of his apartment right before he got into his car. Fargo Mayor Tim Mahoney said when you look at the amount of ammunition the shooter had in the car, he was planning on more mayhem in the community. Wrigley provided the most detailed account yet that authorities have given about what happened during this. He said investigators are still trying to figure out a motive for the attack on police, but promised more details on the investigation at another news conference that they're planning for tomorrow. Wrigley said video evidence shows Barricat drove around and was nonchalant before he opened fire. Wrigley said he was casing the place up and stalking his way in, uh, sizing up his opportunity. He then parked and spent minutes watching the officers and waited until they were walking. That's when he lifts his firearm out the window of his vehicle and begins firing. It was an absolute ambush. There's no other way to describe it. At some point, Barricat was wounded, was down on the ground, but he rearmed himself with a 9mm handgun that he kept waving around, protected by his car, Wrigley said. Barricat continued to disobey repeated commands by Robinson to drop his gun. Robinson continued to move in and gave him one final command, put down the gun, he does not, and the threat was neutralized, Drew Wrigley said, by the officer. How old is Barricat? 37. Among the, we could all think we should all think of ten questions we want answered. I want to know a how long he lived in Fargo, yep, uh, where he had been before moving to Fargo. I want to know what he did for a living, if in fact he worked. Those are my questions. Mm-hmm. How about how did he obtain? They're all legal according to the story I read Every, today. Okay, uh, now the, the homemade stuff, obviously. <laughs> I'm sure that's not legal, but... Uh, I would like to know his family legal. base. Okay. How yeah. he grew up, where he grew up. Was uh, he school I'm, educated? I, I think we'll get that. It's just going to take some time. Yeah. And did the ATF approve? Well, obviously, they did approve all these purchases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we that cop's get, a good man who shot him. Yeah. Yeah. We should get more info tomorrow, so hopefully they'll have more on that. We've heard nothing, absolutely nothing, Is, about his background. Is it, and obviously I think I'm answering my own question, but it's such a sad commentary when stories like this surface, we said, my God, it could have been so much worse. Do you know what I mean? We've been so sanitized to believe that, well, this could have been, well, this is still a horrific story, but it it could have been much, much worse. 
I uh, got a great note from Fargo. From uh, Brent from Fargo area. Wanted to give you a little update on what is going on up here in Fargo. Attorney General Drew Wrigley did a news conference on July 19 after he recorded the show. I think John has referenced that. Mm -hmm. I have given a link to it below. This will clear up some details. We just did. One officer stood, Zach Robinson. He was the last man standing and did his job. Saturday morning, you will likely see the streets lined up with people paying their respect when Officer Jake Wallen's procession Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't even think Jake Wallen was a full-time cop yet. He was in field training. He was still in training, yeah. yeah. Uh, that procession will leave Fargo and bring him back to his home. Uh, P.S. I don't think you'll hear this kind of passion from Keith Ellison on this subject. No. No, no. Uh, the uh, the Attorney General Drew Wrigley was very, very uh, passionate in his remarks. Yeah. He's a very straight shooter, what I have seen of him from visiting North Dakota. Uh, yep, Drew Wrigley. So yeah, he's, that fellow's correct. He wouldn't yeah. get that from Keith Ellison. No, Keith's too worried about suing the makers of the car instead of the kid who steals it. And going after Clarence Thomas. Yeah, thousands of people are still without power this morning after strong storms moved through Minnesota and Wisconsin Wednesday evening. Uh, Joe, your prognostication there on the storms was was not correct. I'm sorry. As it certainly <laughs> was for where I live. He oh, didn't God, get hit at all. I didn't over. get a. I got. Nothing? I didn't get a drop. It we was amazing, John. Over. It, it was biblical in your area because I was watching it on the traffic cams. It was biblical yep. in your area and a desert in Such's neighborhood. Wow. That's it was good. so weird. There yeah. was a video. It's climate change. They just didn't, didn't come to our neighborhood. It took a lot of change. <laughs> you got lucky. There you was a lucky. video of, uh, was it Malacca, where they had baseball sized hail hitting yeah. the lake? Falling in the lake. That was It cool. looked like canned hams hitting the lake. <laughs> it wasn't near uh, Malacca. I think it was Itasca. Oh, sorry. That's spam sized hail? Spam. Yeah. It was big hail. <laughs> hey, don't forget more spam news coming up in just a few minutes. If we have time, <laughs> it might have to go to tomorrow. Ooh. Oh, don't touch that it's radio a beauty. dial. It's I, a beauty. I don't work tomorrow. Could you tell me the story off air? I'll try so to then it. cut the news short. And you'll get the greatest spam <laughs> story can, in the world. It's your show. You can end my news whenever you'd like. But I do uh, want to get I want to get this story in about the St. Paul City Council asking voters to approve two separate proposals to increase taxes with the goal yeah. of supporting infrastructure improvements and child care costs. Sorry, Joe. I think we lost you. Hey. It, it's theater. When is the audience going to respond? What's your number? What's your Are number? we getting there yet? Yeah. A question. Yeah. Being... <laughs> we were there a couple of years ago, maybe, huh? We've long passed my ah, number. Okay, okay. A question to increase the city's sales tax in St. Paul by 1% will appear on the November 7th ballot. If they it passes, have to vote no. Didn't they, didn't they just do this a year ago? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, we do this a lot. If it passes, but it never goes the other way, does it? It no. just always keeps going up. It's estimated the penny tax will raise almost $1 billion if it passes over the next 20 years for streets, bridges, parks, and rec centers. Because your property tax money has to go to employ all the people who work for the government. With job titles, it cannot be measured for success or achievement. We should have what he just said right there on tape because yeah, he says should. that every day. Yeah. Measure passed six to one. The only he, uh, I'm being spoken about in the third person. Yeah, yeah like he's mm -hmm. not here. Right here. Look, now he's mad. Yeah. Look, yeah. You know. isn't he cute? <laughs> he's cute when he gets mad. <laughs> The measure passed six to one with Joe's buddy being the only one casting the no vote. That would be Councilmember Jane Prince. 
A second question to raise property taxes won't appear on the ballot until <gasps> next year. So you'll have one in 2024, too. Wow. If, if passed, this one would create a fund to help families afford child care and early learning centers. It'll ask to raise property taxes by $2 million every year. The average homeowner would see their bill go up $16 the first year. Oh, and that's within, all? Well, yeah, that's nothing. Within 10 years, though, 160 bucks. Oh, so. sure. In these people's mind, in all seriousness, what are there is no people supposed to problem. be expected to pay for? You know, we got to take care of housing. We got to feed them. We got to take care of dig. What the hell in their mind should people be on the hook for? More accurately, when are you people going to wake up? Well, when everything's free, this is great. It goes back to that psychological test. Will will you finally awaken, or will it be too late? <laughs> I would like to add a little addendum to this story. If both measures are passed, it would mean two more tax increases on top of a new metro-wide sales tax increase and a 15% property tax hike that hit St. Paul homeowners this year. I don't mean to get a lot. I'm being there very is, huh? sorry. Yeah, and who does that hurt? It hurts the mom with four kids and virtually no income. That's who it hurts. Right. Uh, winning ticket sold for the Powerball jackpot worth $1.08 billion. Just one ticket sold oh. in California. In L.A., downtown L.A. Wow. Las Palmitas Mini Market in Los Angeles. Yeah, they got some Mexicans I, there. I was a big, big winner last night. I took home a big slice of that pie. Did you? Four bucks. That wow. a boy. That a boy. And I rolled, rolled that right, right into so. Friday night. Yep. So what 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 are we doing Mega. Friday? Mega, Mega yep. millions. Yeah. Final yep. ticket sales did push the jackpot beyond its earlier estimate to one point zero eight billion dollars at the time of the drawing, moving it from the seventh largest to the sixth largest U.S. lottery jackpot ever won. Uh, do, are we taking just a break here? Yeah, Johnny, uh, I can jump in here. Yeah, yes. sure. I would love to tell you about Minnesota Masonic Charities. They are wonderful, compassionate, committed, and very, very capable. And unlike the government, which tends to screw things up when they're trying to help people out, they are very efficient. So efficient that they have all sorts of different divisions. When 2006, when the several long-standing charities of Minnesota Masonry combined to make one umbrella organization. That's where Minnesota Masonic Charities comes in. Their mission to promote even greater levels of philanthropy. What do they want to tell you? They want to tell you about themselves. They want you to learn about them. Everybody jokes about the secret handshakes and the meetings and so forth. And yes, over the years, there have been a lot of questions. That's why they're opening the book. They're proud of their traditions. They're proud of their scholarships. They're proud of their charity giving. And speaking of that, I want you, if you want to go have some fun, to look into the second annual Scottish Scramble, which uh, Masonic Children's Clinic is a major sponsor of. If you would like to go to Scottish scramble.com you can register and check out the available business sponsor packages as well that is scottish scramble.com and that is at ridgeview country club up in duluth august 14th the second annual scottish scramble so back to minnesota masonic you can learn more at their website there's a wealth of information and it's easy to get to poke around there mnmasoniccharities.org that's mnmasoniccharities.org of Spoon Lake. We're celebrating 30 years of garage logic. Thanks in part to North American Banking Company. Stephanie? Hello, Joe. Hi. How are you? Fine. 
Good. Got a couple of uh, little music for your ears this afternoon. All right. First, we're going to fire up the 2002 Softail Deuce, which is the hubby's bike. Uh-huh. <laughs> And now we'll fire up my bike, which is a uh, 2001, uh, well, you can leave that running, baby. 2001 uh, Dyna Superglide. How's that for you? That's the sound of a happy Mary. (laughs) It's a very happy Mary. We got to go riding. Goodbye. (laughs) Bye. Best line of the call? Huh. Was what? You can leave that running, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like butter in a microwave melting away. <laughs> what I've, phrase, no, because what I've, phrase I've are that. you never, ever yeah. in your life ever going to hear again? To you. You can leave that running, baby. <laughs> you poor tortured soul. I got bikes <laughs> as far as the eye can see. And not once, when any of them have been running, have I ever heard. You can leave that running, baby. 30 Years of Garage Logic is brought to you by North American Banking Company. A better banking experience. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. To learn more, go to nabankco.com. Join us all summer long as we look back at 30 years of GL memories. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. Speaking of the 30th anniversary bids, Janine Rook wants you to state the date of the original airing of these because she wants context. CI girl Janine. There, I'll give you that. In fact, not only do I want the exact date, I want at the time of the show. Yeah. Hey, Janine, uh, I'll get to that pretty soon. One day closer. <laughs> soon. I Frank can. writes, Joe, don't diss Spam. Spam was one of the Allies winning World War II. The Nazis had meth and the Americans had Spam. <laughs> was it over right. when the Germans bombed Pearl, Pearl Harbor? That's, that's the letter we've been waiting for? No. Oh. You're not going to get oh. it today. You're going to have to get it tomorrow. It needs broader context. It's the best spam story you'll really? ever hear in your life. Well, that means, John, you you'll have time. to listen to... De- no, I don't, though. No, I, I got to go have a Frankenstein metal plate put in my head. You'll have to... Um You'll have to wait until tomorrow for that wonderful spam story because he doesn't want to rush through it. Well, I hope the doctors find what we all know. I don't get it. Yeah. That you don't want to rush through it. Right. You rush. want it to breathe. You this want is a big deal. To take that spam story. Slow and steady wins the race, Mr. Turner. No, what we all know is that you had a stroke and you're just not right. <laughs> I did not have one. <laughs> you're just yeah. not right, he said. Yeah. Only because right. they come to us all the way from Fernandina in the villages, Florida, from the traveling Lymans. On this day in 1907, the Western Federation of Miners called a strike on the Masabi Iron Range. 200 union men have been laid off from Mountain Iron Mine, owned by Oliver Iron Mining Company, a subsidiary of U.S. Steel. Although the layoffs on the range were common, at issue was recognition of the union, which was threatened by the discharge of only union workers. 
Within two months, a large number of imported scabs undermined the union's efforts and the strike was broken. Do you know what the rallying cry of those miners was? No. Can you hold, please? Can you hold, please? On this day in 1934, this day, uh, Joe, today's July 20th. Two people were killed and 67 were injured in a clash between strikers and police during a truckers' union strike in Minneapolis. After federal mediation failed, Governor Floyd B. Olson declared the city under martial law and the National Guard took control of the streets. Hmm. And finally, Finalement, on this day in 1940, le 20 720. I just said it in French. Minneapolis held its first Aquitennial, a festival oh. celebrating Minnesota summers. 12 best days of summer, what do we what call it? year, excuse me? 1940. What oh, was their was, slogan? Cool, get together now. Let's cool, get, get cool, together. get together. Yeah. That was in the late later years, 90, not, not early 1940s. Thank you very much, Yellers. And please remember, tomorrow, you're going to hear <laughs> the greatest spam story call of all time. Call everybody you know. Everything. It's, hand them your phone and download the Garage Logic podcast yep. for tomorrow's episode. So, yep. so far, the greatest spam story I've ever heard is Kenny Olson describing how he just opens the can of Spam, and without any utensils, just scoops it right out and right into his mouth. I got to admit, though, maple-flavored Spam sounds somewhat appealing. It's like bacon. Maple bacon's the best. Spam's all right, if prepared properly. What about YouTube? Is that all right? I'm sure there are many Spam videos, but the only <laughs> videos you want to subscribe to are Garage Logic's videos on YouTube. Subscribe at GarageLogic or on YouTube. Then... Pod MN, I'm sure, has many podcasts concerning spam and how to prepare it and whether or not it's good or bad. That's on your smartphone at Pod MN. Then the town council, that's where all the action is. On the air, off the air, paper filing, straightening, you can learn it all before and after Garage Logic Town Council become a member. And of what? Of what? Of the town council. Ten bucks a month or hundred bucks a year, and you're in. You guys are so going to love this spam story. I'm I'm ready for you. I'm not kidding. I can't. I got to go. Make sure you get in there that... uh, I'm ready right now. Start talking. uh, Politics is... uh, Politics has become... Cedric Alexander will leave his post to Minneapolis, which leads to new discoveries about politics. It's pork shoulder. That's what it is. More on really? Jason Aldean. Yeah. And you guys, Why are you calling Jason Aldean a moron? You, you guys help him. Uh, what did you say? Cedric Alexander will leave his post <laughs> in Minneapolis, which leads to... New political discoveries. New political discoveries. Jason Aldean's a moron. Moron yeah, Jason moron. Aldean. Jason Aldean. I don't think that's what he's got, Chris. Oh. What else did we discuss? Besides Spice it up here. Help him. We got... Um, well, that was pretty much it. Besides Johnny. Johnny and uh, the mayor... Have a heated discussion. Well, that was the Jason Aldean. More on Jason Aldean. I say, you know, spam it up. Disagreements. 
about it amongst the staff. How can you have anywhere from, depending on who you ask, 20 to 40 plus years of rap and hip hop history and still come up with a piece of ass known as Pound Town? It's just so unbelievably uh, bad. Dill says the last 15 years in rap have all been bad. He's really? Just, you know, if you don't go back to the uh, late '80s, early '90s, you're you're not listening to anything worth listening to. What What I, happened? Yep. They all, I don't. I don't. They know all tried to outdo rap. each other. No, they, they got, got shot. No, it's, it's no, you don't know what you're talking about, Matthew. Oh. We had we had like Dela and all those great hip hop acts that were just so awesome. I, Tribe. You know, Tribe still puts out a Tribe. Tribe. Oh yep. my goodness! And now we've got this. Pound Town gal. No, that's what that's what I'm saying. With these current people, they're all trying to outshock, and it's not even about. No, yeah, it's you're, yep, you're it's right. That, man. but it's yep. also laziness. Because like Kendrick Lamar's good. I like him. And it's also gonna, uh, that now people go on TikTok. Is it? Yeah, TikTok or Instagram, whatever, yep. and yep. they become rappers. Quote and people like them at record companies will sign them because they think it'll make them money and because they have a following yeah because they have you know a million followers or whatever pure laziness okay but so sexy red seriously she wants send me news stories john she wants pound town played no radio station can play that or or is that are we not doing music for the radio play we're just doing it for the yeah there's no radio i don't think you can't you can't clean this up well, that and they don't give a damn about that anymore. Yeah, streaming is you know, 8,000 times more yeah. lucrative, it's, although it's not lucrative. But. It's just 100% proof that the record companies have no scruples whatsoever. Oh, nope. Absolutely. I mean, there used to be a time when they took pride in, in signing a, a brilliant artist mm-hmm. and then letting that artist do whatever the hell they wanted. Yeah. 70s that was now it's just a game of it's just a game of percentages record company doesn't like or hate the the artist it's just they're looking at numbers yeah kind of like a podcast (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah but nobody is telling us well yeah that's true uh, you might actually be right (laughs) i can't come up with an argument Oh, uh, Kenny and Johnny, are you good? Well, I know yes, you're okay, sir. John, because you've already done Twins Game. Kenny, are you good to go with your tickets for tomorrow? Yeah. With uh, your app and everything? Yeah, I'll be just fine. Well, no, because here's what I don't want. I already got to babysit one, and I'm going to uh, have my family, so I just don't need... Because Ross isn't going tomorrow. Chris, you won't hear from me. Let me put it that way. That's and what you, I like to hear. That's why you're my guy. Don't look for me, because like I said, I'm sitting in a different section. <laughs> I so think I, I don't even I want, understand. I don't want a phone call. I don't want a text. You will not hear from me. Just trust me. I'm in a different area. How would you like me to spot, respond to the group text that Rookie will undoubtedly send yeah. in about the second? The tweet. It'll be a tweet. I, was uh, say, I won't have my phone. Kenny, what'd you me. think of that play? Huh? Wow. Yeah. Rook, let's just keep buzzing Kenny during the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys did see his email though about the the video board message in the fifth inning. Did you? I did see not. That? No. No. So, well, it's probably to your uh, work email, Johnny. But it's they're not. they're doing a. F- okay. How about you shut them? 
I didn't get it. You always say that, and they keep telling you. I check it all um, the time. They're going to do a video board message uh, relating to the town council in the fifth inning, and he just wants everyone to take a photo and email it to him so he can put stuff together for social media. Copy that. I didn't take get a that photo yet. of what? Of yourself at the game or whatever. It doesn't then matter. He, he should send me the email himself, <laughs> otherwise I'm not doing it. <laughs> Uh, that, Ross. You know the thing is, I, Ross is listening right now. Right. Ross knows Ross, damn good and well that uh, it, I erase I erase all of Ross's emails and without the thing reading is, them. I have told both him and Sales, don't send these guys a hundred emails; uh, they will get ignored. Just send everything to me, which is why you guys probably didn't get that. Oh, see, I yeah, like you, asshats. I like to look out for you. <laughs> I read all my emails. No, you I'm bastard. No, I'm meaning. Oh my god! Oh, you guys are exhausting. I like being exhausting. No. No, I do really. Why is why is why is RFK Jr. at on Capitol Hill right now? He's testifying about. Boy, I don't remember. Um, Trying to censor him in their place with fiery open remarks during a hearing to expose censorship. It's shocking that in the United States of America, people are being censored for speaking the truth. Chris, you really got to get rid of some of the people you follow on Twitter. No, every no, time no. You, no. I, every I, time I, you read the tweet, it comes so, from... Uh, this I, is I, from I, Fox News. It's, it's, it's <laughs> well, like I said. To I'm not trying to irritate you. You want me to take a selfie tomorrow night? Yeah. just And then send that to Ross? Just email, either email it or text it to Roscoe. <laughs> okay. Oh, I no. can do that. Oh. I can definitely do that. Oh, no. I want to see it, too. It's a nudie. <laughs> I'll send it to all of you. No. Yeah. Well, <laughs> come on, Barry. Maybe give me a heads up first, because, I'm again, I'm going to be with my wife and kids. <laughs> yeah, and Barry, we don't want you to be sitting is on your that, bed. Is that Kenny? <laughs> you can take a picture of your new Converse. <laughs> your new Converse. I was cutting up YouTube yesterday, yeah, and it kind of spliced into the Thomas story about his wedding. Tom, uh, it was Thomas's wedding, right? Yeah, about his wedding. And, oh, you've never been to a black wedding before. Yeah, uh, what to... did he? What did he say? Just wait. Or yeah. he said, "He said you've been a, you ever been to a black wedding." He said, "No." He's like, uh, "You just wait. You're gonna have some fun." Oh, just wait. That's that just was wait. the line that got wait. me. Just no, wait. We, we did have fun though. It was a good time. And then he got mad at me when I. Uh, when I sent him the picture of my new watch, <laughs> it's got some guy has a, has a watch, but right next to the watch is his, right. is his unit. It's massive. And he's like, crank. What the f are you sending me dick pics for? <laughs> and Dontel, his wife said, um, "I'm sure that's not." Ma How do you know? <laughs> she, meaning that he's probably not that. Kind Does of she guy still to. work there? Oh yeah, she's a she's he's a so, supervisor there. He's a he's so gullible. That's so awesome. Oh, he's charmingly naive. He's just so he's he falls for all guy. of your stupid pranks. Yes. Oh my God, he's Joe. Yeah. Just he's he, yeah he's the he's the black Joe. <laughs> yeah. Oh what? But the greatest thing was when I had uh, Andre what? and Thomas. I told them, remember the chicken joke? No. Twenty eight chickens. And 12 oh, cows. Yeah. I, I don't remember what that is. And those two trying to figure it out, I, I taped, I don't know where the video is, but I videotaped it. And it was just like two minds colliding. And what do you mean, eight chicken? Did he eat them or did he ate them? He got hilarious. No, it's 30 cows and 28 chickens. How many didn't? 
That's what it is. 30 cows. There are 30 cows in the field, 28 chickens. How many didn't? Well, it's 10. <laughs> Jesus. Wait, what? It's 10, right? Oh, it was just hilarious. I, I don't... Wait, no, what... what? What the, is one of them a rooster? I remember something about a rooster lied in that video you took. Yes, yes. He said, well, what if it's a rooster, not a chicken? He's like, and he goes, fool, what you do? <laughs> oh, God, that video was great. 30 cows. Hey, Rook, what do you call a cow that doesn't give milk? A milk dud. <laughs> and we're about to lose Kenny. And we, here we go. <laughs> 30 cows and 28 chickens, but answer to the viral puzzle explained. But is that right? It's 20 or it's 10, right? Is that the number? 30. In the field, there are 30 cows. 30 cows in the field, 28 chickens. How many didn't? 10. Yes, this is worded correctly, but it's also worded confusingly to throw you off. You want the answer? Read on. The r- answer to the riddle is 10 didn't. The reason this is so confusing is because you have to read the question without thinking about how it's written. Read it out loud for a moment and hear the riddle without reading it. You know what you guys are going to get at the Twins game on Friday? You are going to get the Leland quiz. Are we doing poopy butt? Oh, no, 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 no. It's all about, hey, Dad. Oh, God. Yes, buddy? Gotcha. And then it, no, it's just twenty questions about things he's observing currently. Oh, that's oh a yeah, phase. it's, it's yeah. a lot of fun when you're be in the car far too. From you. Yeah. Yeah, about that. Yeah. Hey, All one right. of my best times was sitting by Gabe at that Timberwolves game when Gabe was what, maybe three or four. Rook, how old was he? Couldn't yeah, he, I, yeah, old. he was. He was three, I think. Three. When they shoot the fireworks from the basket, and he just grabbed hold of everything and went. Oh my God! <laughs> started laughing. Was it the same as when you sat next to me at the McCartney concert, John? God Almighty! You know, <laughs> stupid comments, stupid questions. Then he gets up and leaves early. You know, come on, it's Paul McCartney. Well, I wouldn't no, have left early if Jess <laughs> Jess wasn't pregnant with Leland at the time. Uh huh. Sure. And I was half in the bag. No, I was full in the bag. What some, was that? So that would have been the summer Paul, of 2014, Paul right? It was Paul McCartney. Right, John? Paul McCartney. No excuse, for, no excuse for anything, Chris. It was Paul McCartney. Kenny, it's been real. Bye, Ken. Can't blame him. I could see. I always know because I could see the look. It's the looking up at the computer, <laughs> glancing this way and this way. Uh, and then see you. Well, yeah, it Cedric, had to have been because Leland is bo- retiring officially. Leland was born in November of 2014. So it had to. It was the summer, right? It was like. July. Oh, it was, no, I was in winter. Remember outdoors, outdoor concert we had. No, but was it January. fall though? Was it fall? Is <laughs> what I'm know. trying to get to. I have no idea. No, it had to have been after because the All Star Game huh? was here in 2014. Okay, I'll look. You bastard. I Paul bet I'm going to guess it was Cartney. August of 2014 because we stayed Target. in a hotel downtown that we w- walked to because she didn't want to wait for an Uber. Did you say 2014? Is that correct? Is that I did. Said? Uh, that would be August 2nd, 2014. I was right. So it, was, it wasn't long after the All-Star game was here. That's true, yeah. And by the way, we by heard way. all of the show. We just were, we were hearing it from the concourse and then the plaza. 
Because what was his encore? What was his last song? I have no idea. Okay. Let me see if the story says. John, holy shit. That was nine years ago. Yeah. That's the same year I had my uh, surgery. Wait, it was then? That's no, no, I had my surgery. It was after my surgery. I had my surgery in 2013. I was going to say, because it was way before. God, December remember, of 20. Remember the Brad walk when he, I could tell he was going to ask, because Rook and I were in the producer room, and I could tell he was about to ask us something. So he did the slow walk, and and they said something about you, and I'm like, oh, well, shit, is he dead? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, those are the I'm days. glad you didn't die, John, despite the fa- despite what all the GLers think. Yeah. Not all not all, pal. I, I got I got some nice comments from people. You chuckle. Oh, I almost said it. <laughs> you chuckle Fs. Yeah, I love that line. I'm absolutely I had never heard that. I am one hundred percent stealing that. That's what the guy called you guys. I was very I was I was chuckling. Not because almost, he was picking on so you, just good. because it was so funny. It's so good. I'm mad that I didn't think of that line. That's how good it is. Uh, I asked uh, Dill. He said, yeah, I'm familiar with that saying. I said, really? Because I laughed as soon as I yeah, read it. Yeah, it's great. Yes. He does like you guys, though. He likes the show a lot. Well, yeah, they everybody does. They just sometimes we piss somebody off. Chuckle bleeps. Hey, you know what? I got news for you. You can't make everybody happy. Yeah. You can't always get what you want, but sometimes yeah. you get what you need. That one doesn't have any dirty lyrics. Here's, here's the thing. I'm going to let people in. I don't yeah. give an F if people... Peop, it's it's performance art. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I don't... I don't get offended uh, by song lyrics. I just don't. I don't either. I, just, I get offended by bad music. If, yeah. If, if a song's full of filthy lyrics and I love the music and I like... And it's clever because you can write dirty clever. Yes. Just like there's comics who are very clever who work very blue. Yes. But there are comics who work blue who aren't clever. Dave I'm offended... Cook. He I'm, works blue, but he's absolutely freaking awful. I, uh, Dane Cook is uh, familiar at our house only because Dylan always used to do the Homer Simpson thing. Be funny about Dane Cook because oh he's God. never funny. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't care what your lyrics are. Make them as dirty as you want, but be clever. Yeah. And again, leave me alone. Just, just leave me yeah. alone. Well, like I said, you know, if I look, knew about that song two, three weeks ago, if it had never come up on this show, I'd have been very happy. <laughs> I'd have been quite satisfied. You got to admit, though, uh, all of this for him is just a godsend. For Aldine? Yeah. Well, you know what? I almost said, I'm, I'm glad I didn't say this, but when you mentioned tour, I said, Wait, did this tour just launch? Meaning, yeah, you know what I'm getting at, right? Yeah. Well, there was also a story today. He had been losing a bunch of social media followers, followers, and yesterday the numbers went up astronomically. Because uh, I got news for people: everything's everything is absolutely calculated and choreographed. Yeah, I'm not sorry. everything, but but large portions of the entertainment industry. Oh my is. God, yes. But there, uh, there's a few artists out there who still don't care. Yeah. Just don't care. Okay, I'm going to try something here. Is that Uh-oh. Gonna... Oh, wait, that's not... Okay, I can't do that because we're still recording. That'll cut you off, and I don't want to cut oh. you off. Well, I can go if you... Nah, nah, nah. It's only one thirty. No, it's only 1 o'clock. Uh, my, uh, you talked about my team already. They are so bad, Chris. Yeah, they're pretty so horseshit, bad. John. 
I have never seen a lineup that futile in oh, my life. That reminds me. Okay, so I'm day, what is it, four. I'm day four into the Sling TV generation of Reavers television watching. Yes, sir. And it's fine. It, you know, once in a while you just get the, the wheel of thought, but whatever, I don't care. Really? Um, well, just literally for a second, not gotcha. even. Okay. okay. Just when you switch, sometimes when you switch from channel to channel, so no big deal. NBD is what I like to say. Who did I just lose? I just thought, oh, that was, was that Kenny? I don't know. Huh. Oh, something I don't know. So, um, I mean, how do, but I, but I won't be able to get anything local on that, right? Right. Yeah. I never got anything local. When so I do you do an antenna for that? For local? Uh, I have, yeah, we have an antenna on the roof. Remember we put one on there seven years ago when we first dumped everything. Sure. So it's, so I mean, reception's great. There's no. Is it HD? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. How yeah, much yeah. Was your we put one of the big ones. You know, uh, we had a company come and do it. I think the entire cost of installing and buying it was three ninety or something like that. Hmm. But I also have smaller. I have a smaller one in the garage that works great. I don't have any. Problems. So that's what I'm thinking. I might do. Did you just go what Target Radio Shack? Yep. Where did you get it? Yeah, I have two different kinds uh, in the house, and they both both work really well. They're just the the little box and you pull up the like the old-fashioned rabbit yeah. ears, just took it up to the back because i was thinking about that about just putting getting two one for the the tv that's in the living room the only problem is is it's mounted above my fireplace oh good for me but i don't know if i have space for it out there but if i put it in the either the bedroom or if i put one in the garage then i could just have tv in the garage with just a power cord right yeah Yes. Oh, that'd be sick. Yeah. They, be everybody cool. told me mine wouldn't work in the garage because I didn't have windows, but it works fine. It works great. I, I don't have any problems in the garage. How uh, close is it to your garage door? Is it next to it? Yeah, no, it's 15 feet maybe. You know. Hmm. Well, you saw my garage. You yeah, that that's I'm trying, to, I'm trying to picture yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I don't use it a whole lot, just maybe for a football game now and then. Otherwise, well, I use that's exactly what I was thinking about is once, you know, summer kind of yeah. winds down because the boys' baseball season is now over. Yeah. And then, although we're going to some of his buddies' games this weekend, but then after that, it's just like, well, I want to watch the ball game in the garage when it's nice the out. Ball game. Yeah. So I might I, just do that. How much, what did you spend for your antenna that you just <laughs> got at Target or whatever you, yeah, you bought it? You know, $13. So, you know. 10 to 15, somewhere in there. What is it called? I want to look it up. An antenna. <laughs> Thanks. Well, that's all they're called. I mean, Do they I sell them like, a, like industrial ones at Costco or anything? Uh, no. Well, I, I don't know, to be truthful. I can look it up. All right, oh, meatheads, boy. I'm out. Oh, boy, look at this. See you, Rook. Have a good Walmart's weekend. got them for 15 bucks. Yeah, they're they're just, you know. They're, they're just antennas. Because that's, that's the only thing that's... Like this TV that's in the other room, that's all Weber put on it was just a cheap antenna. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, because there's no. Why did he do that? Because it's cheap and it's basically free. Wow, this 15 bucks for that? Excuse me. Because that's the only thing. It, other than the thing is. Yes. For me. Oh, I don't really watch much television. I only watch, I watch yeah. the news in the morning, and then I watch the twins. Yep. And then Jess watches HGTV, and then everything else is whatever the boys want to watch. Yeah, I watch. The only sports. thing is William's mad because I don't have we don't have MLB Network now because he likes to watch Quick Pitch in the morning. 
Oh, so it's I gotta not figure on that. Sling. I didn't think so. At least That's I couldn't find it. That's too bad. Hold on. MLB Network. That's what I was doing too. <laughs> sling. Because you had Sling TV, didn't you? I did. Uh, it says here they have it. What channel? Um, watch MLB Network online. Sling TV. Ultimate disability. Yeah, it's twenty bucks for for the month. It's fantastic. Um, I did the. I did the. What do you call it? The orange and blue. It's part of. Well, it's in there. Orange. It says right here. That's what it's telling me. Well, no, it's not either. They're lying. Yeah, because I, I, I looked for it last night. Oh, it's on the Sports Extra, which is $11 a month. Oh, for F's sake. I'm not doing that. Sports Extra has MLB Network, NBA TV, ACCN, ESPN, uh, SEC, Tennis Channel, Strike Zone. I don't know what Strike... Oh, Strike Zone's like... Uh, Soccer? No, it's the uh, baseball version. See, of the red zone, baseball version of it. Oh, really? Oh, Which, really? Yeah, I've never watched it, but uh, it, I imagine. So it'll go from game to game to game to game? I, oh, crap. Yeah, I might have to do that then. They also have ESPN News, the Longhorn Network, ESPNU, NHL Network, and well, SEC then, Damn it, then this is going to defeat the purpose of me cutting the damn cord. <laughs> well, it depends on how much you're paying. Well, it was ridiculous. My bill was, my last bill from DirecTV was $190. Oof. I just said, this is insane. That's that's a lot. Well, and the only reason I kept it was for the, the football package. Because the boys and I like to watch, you know, if the Vikings are playing a Sunday night game, we like to flip through other games in the during the day. Yep. Yep. That makes uh, sense. Uh, what do you, you have the orange and blue mix thing? Yeah. Because it was only $27 for the first month to try it. And then it says, because you can cancel whenever you want. It, it's not yeah. like. Well, see, that's with streaming. To me, that's because like I can get, if there's, say there's a documentary on HBO I want, I can get HBO for a month, then cancel. Boom. Gone. I don't have to call cable or satellite and say, hey, I don't want this anymore. Oh, I'm fighting with DirecTV right now. Oh, oh really? well, what you got to do here is, no, I'm, I'm not. Well, we can <laughs> offer you. I don't, I don't want that. <laughs> so she would keep well and then we can i said i don't want this please cancel my account well i know but we can also i don't want this please cancel my account that's all i kept saying oh, for God. Fucking 40 minutes i just yeah. thought my god stop i don't want your product anymore yeah yeah but just for well yeah but for uh so is will it go up to 55 years then i think after so after a month uh oh uh oh what's wrong today we announced the first ever offshore wind sail in the Gulf of Mexico. We're going to the Gulf. <laughs> Think I'm kidding. <laughs> Ain't seen nothing yet. Wow. <laughs> There's a sail on wind? Homeboy. Wait a uh, minute. Did he say a wind sail? He did, yes. I, I think Today, he we announced the first ever <laughs> offshore wind sail yeah, in the Gulf sail. of Mexico. <laughs> Going to the Gulf. <laughs> hey, if you get the, oh, damn it! If you get the sports extras with the orange, you can also get the Big Ten Network. Oh, then I'm gonna have to do it. Damn it! Well, that's fifteen bucks a month. I know, but it's you have up. to go for football games around Big Ten Network. So you can get orange and blue, and sports extra for seventy a month. That's that's a lot, John. Well, can I get? Yeah. 
Can I get the sports thing with just the regular? You can get Sling Blue yeah. and the Sports Extra for 51 bucks a month. Uh, uh, I don't know what does does orange have anything you watch? ESPN. Uh, but isn't that on the Sports Extra? I don't know. God, this why does this have to be so complicated? Uh, uh, ESPN's not on the Sports Extra with that group. I That's remember when. Dumb. This is how old I am. It is how old I am. I remember, you know, splitting bills with your roommates, all that crap, right? When I yeah. first moved to the city. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I remember when we got our bill and it was 50 bucks for cable. And I thought, this is insane. Yeah. And that was, you know, I get it 20 years ago. But yeah. honest to God. You could get, oh, wait. There's more. ESPN is on Sling Orange. Right. right. We established that. We did. Okay. But then the problem is they have two different sports extras and the Big Ten Network's not on that sports extra. Which makes no sense to me. Huh. Yeah, but I but for that I guess I can just use my the other thing that we use. The otter ting? Yeah. What's the otter ting? The one that starts with the letter U. Oh. Oh yeah, you still got that? Yep. Oh yeah. Well then just use that. Cause you can uh Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, that did work. Okay, good. All right. Well, yeah, I got to go run a bunch of errands. Well, make sure you tune in for that F and spam story. That's going to be. I'm going to purposely not just so that I can say that Monday just to see if he'll yell at me. Because that's some top drawer crap right there. That's going to be. Uh, yeah. <sighs> You'll, you know, we'll probably get twice the listenership tomorrow. Because of that. <laughs>